0: No agenda this
1: week. (laughs) Take it away. I don't know what we're talking about. All right.
0: No, I wanna first start off with saying it's lit. Also, (laughs) Nicholas from Sweetwater, you was right. I definitely needed that box. Gotta shout him out though. I gotta shout out, yeah, I gotta shout out Sweetwater.com. Too lit. Too lit with the audio and all that. So just wanna say. One that's one company we endorse. Another company we endorse is Crystal Geyser. We so love it. I know. I know. We're sharing a mic. We're sharing a mic. So. If you just leave it right there. Hello. Uh, so yeah, it's lit. Podcast episode four. Winds of change. Lots of change <laughs> going on today.
1: <laughs> I don't think you have to be like right on the mic. Is is picking the, It's picking you up good enough, I think. But um yeah, episode four. <laughs>
0: Lot, Yo, if I lot. had the if I had the
1: gunshots <laughs> right now, oh, what? off season,
0: oh, <laughs> J Cole, oh, too fire, too fire, oh, too fire. <laughs> I listened to that album today and drove to it. It was too fire. I'm taking the mic. I'm taking the mic. Nah. Yeah. Cause where I come from, so often. Nah, they bodied that. They bodied that. Go ahead. Represent (laughs) your (laughs) shit, motherfucker. Nah, can I play that? Am I allowed to play that? No. Why not? not, They're not going to hear it. I know, uh, but a little bit they'll hear it.
1: They can't even hear me. I'm done talking now. <laughs> this is a scuffed episode.
0: Scuffed episode. Now nah, we got a guest though. I know we have a guest. Jazzy is in the motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the gunshots, but you know I would do them. This <laughs> <laughs> is the
1: intro.
0: If you can't represent it, I don't want to buy it. Facts. Nah, that's a, that's a good one. So yeah, episode four. We're here. Winter <laughs> change. VCR. We got Jazzy in the house. I'ma let Jazzy flow how she flows. Tell you a little bit about her. She's a good friend. I don't want to give you the. I don't want to do the intro though. You do the intro because you just do a bunch of a beast. I don't want to miss anything. First guest. <laughs>
1: lots of pressure.
2: <laughs> lots and lots of pressure right now. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me here with all of you. Um, I'm so excited and so happy to be here. My first one, my first podcast. In hey,
0: year, so <laughs> first I podcast.
2: Um, <laughs> I um. So I'm excited a little bit. You know, yeah. Pressure, pressure. Just a little bit of a pressure here. Actually, um, cool. Um, yeah right <laughs> so i've been so what should i say am i gonna introduce myself like up to you we, we don't have any rules in okay. this podcast <laughs> clearly we <laughs> have any <laughs> <laughs> which makes this lots more fun yeah for real like um, yeah whatever you want well um let me introduce myself i'm jazzy from jazzy flow yoga I'm a Bronx-based yoga teacher that teaches pretty much everywhere in the Bronx and I would say Upper Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm all about bringing yoga movement to our people. Huh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? Nothing.
2: I
1: gotta turn the mic level
0: Which her. one for her? Yeah.
1: Which one's that one? Like, see, like the one next to the like. One? That, that one, yeah, right, that one. B- yeah, turn, turn it right. to the right a little. Right. A little more. Right there. Let me see.
0: That's good. Move your hand real quick. Yeah, that's good. That's too much. That's not too much. That's good. Oh, yeah, that's good. I, Try I talking into the mic. Hello. Hello. Yeah, it's better. It's
2: better. Oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh,
1: my God. Very soft spoken. Oh, <laughs> the facade though. She's not soft spoken at all. It's just all facade. Nah, she's yeah. Like so. Showmanship.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> she's threatened me three times. <laughs> three times. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> say that to the mic. Say that the mic. <laughs> three <laughs> times. I've been three times. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got to protect my people. So, listen, I'm from the Bronx. We got to mm-hmm. help each other out, support each other, get each other's backs. That's all. I, that's all. So. It's true.
0: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for being here. It's lit. We're going to get into some great topics. I just feel it. <laughs> I know it. I just know it. (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to get into? Well, first off, I think it's time. I feel like nobody's really had this conversation in in the yoga community. But, oh, also, wait, you got to put them on. I know you be sharing yoga, but listen, Jazzy did trainings. (laughs) All right. She's not just out here talking about she does yoga. She really did trainings. You went up to, what, 500? Um. 500 hours. "Quote,
2: unquote, I'm not real. it's not really um you call it. Certified as 500 hours, but I have been teaching since 2012. So I think so yeah, hours done, wise, yeah. I think I am up to 500 hour. I don't have the registered YT registered. Oh, 500 hour from Yoga Alliance, but the amount of expertise that I I have, I would say I'm I'm up, a, up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. But yoga is, you know, how do you define that and how do you put that's what hours around it? It's 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 that's a it's I'm a saying. lifelong.
0: Like, just because you're not registered with Yoga Alliance doesn't mean that you don't know what you're talking about, right? So that's a whole other <laughs> thing, <laughs> y'all. For those for those who don't know, I did my 200 hour, right? But what is that really like? That don't mean I'm a master of the shit. I did 200 hours worth of yoga. I learned, or rather, I learned, right? Because that that's what I wanted to get into. So. When we think about yoga, we think about the mat and the poses and shit, right? But it's only in training that you learn or in studying the philosophy of yoga that you learn um, that the positions and the movement is asana.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which I think in the yoga community, in the wellness community, we don't really make that distinction. We say it's all yoga,
2: but that's not correct. Right. I, well, there's a lot of facets and <laughs> levels to this. So depending on the instructor, the place, what kind of like movement are they really doing? Um, I think there's a been capitalized <laughs> on the movement part of it that I think yoga teachers have really created specific types of classes to generate people to come to the classes. Now, if you want to talk about philosophy and how to teach it, there is a different flow. There's a different um, aspect to that. Yeah. I think they took out one section and saw that you could... They could monetize it. Yeah, they, that you could be able to do that and right. make, oh, wow, I could... Put bar techniques into it. I can do this. I can do that. I can add yoga they got stretches. Wine
0: yoga now. Goat yoga. Goat
2: yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Just I've diff- seen the goat yoga. Yeah.
1: And they put the goat on their back.
2: Mm-hmm. And-, and oh, there is beer yoga. That's amazing. It's beer yoga? No beer. Oh, so beer like, yoga. Beer yoga. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. <laughs>
0: <Heard of> that.
2: <laughs> Which take is a interesting.
0: <laughs> it's interesting, right? Because like you're you're trying to detox. You're trying to. I mean, there's. Yoga is about purification. But there's drunken man karate. You know? That's true. No, that's true. But that's mm-hmm. a fighting style. Very different from something that you're using to like heal yourself and like become into but it's i just saying, like things. there are
1: two like different mm-hmm. elements that you wouldn't think work together.
0: Mm-hmm. Being drunk and fighting?
1: You know how like sometimes people are more drunk like, oh, I, I'm more balanced now. <laughs> if people say that, they're like <laughs> I crazy. I know that. i like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I've, I'm saying like, Being drunk, maybe like this is like the only form of yoga, maybe that's probably like has some place because you're more loose. Your body's probably more relaxed. You're not like as rigid in the movements. I could see that. Now, if you're too drunk, it's like, okay, you're probably gonna fall. It
0: might help you loosen up if you're not comfortable. Yeah, that's what what I'm saying. That's cool. Yeah, some people. I'm pretty sure it's
1: not drunk yoga, it's just beer yoga. Nah.
0: Yeah. I think some people need different things. Like. You know, you might need some weed to loosen up. You might need drinks. You might not need it at all. I think everybody has different needs, but it is interesting.
2: I think some people are finding different ways to incorporate yoga to the masses in a way. So, oh, you know, a lot of us like to drink and yoga. So why don't we just combine the two? (laughs) But I think personally, if it's, like, an evening type of thing where we're at a rooftop and it's, like, that's you know, great. we're going to have some drinks yeah, after, I think that is a, f- a nice, fun that's way great. to, like, inter- in, uh, create community and, and having, like, an evening type of an event. But I don't know I would not necessarily want to do that as I'm no. doing it. <laughs> and no. I'm having a hard time just staying in Downward Dog for a long period you of time. You want to add <laughs> drink into that? Yeah. No, nah, but I do agree. I, I, like, as a
0: social, like, having a little social after, the, that's, that's cute. Yeah, that's a vibe, but there's also
1: um, there's also baby yoga, right? Yes, I mean
2: yes, yes, that's cool.
1: That's yeah. cool. I've never, I've never seen it, but mm-hmm. I'd be hyped to do some baby yoga with <laughs> the <towards a> baby. <laughs> well,
2: they have like baby and me classes, so if you have like you know, the parent can come in and do the stretches with the baby. So if it's a warrior two pose, they're holding the baby or they're doing something and so you're like
1: incorporating the baby. the baby within it. Of-
2: yeah. Yeah. And you get to play with them. So if you're doing a yoga pose, I think they do like downward dog and then the baby's on the floor on their back and you're like. You know, meh, You know, playing yeah, with yeah. them and stuff Aww. like that, which is really sweet because there's a different connection you're having with your child, um, and it's something to do. You're also doing something for yourself and being able to do it with your with your child. So, um, she's
1: saying know. no excuses, parents.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not say <laughs> she that. She's <says>
1: exactly <laughs> what she said. No excuses. <laughs> Can't even stretch because you have a kid. No. no.
2: <laughs> well, no, I'm joking. You, I'm you, joking. yeah. Don't be putting words in my mouth, all right? You see yeah. this? This is why you I had to. <laughs> this joking. is why I had to threaten him a little bit because you know we can't be doing all that <laughs> here.
0: That Boricua swag. That's funny. Nah, yeah. That's dope. Your yoga. Yeah, yoga is a whole vibe.
1: That's yeah. I want
0: y'all to go more into. I it know that's, cool. that's yeah.
2: There has been a change. I think. I, I think with the pandemic. There's a lot of things that has happened. Um, You know, a lot of people had time and time for themselves and time to really look at what they were doing for themselves. And a lot of things kind of came out of the pandemic. A lot of studios closed down not only because of um, being able to stay open, but a lot of things came out of it. Um, The the toxicity of uh, yoga and I would say capitalism. I would say ego, pride. There's a lot of words you could attach to it. So I think there's like a reinsurgence, but coming back to the the essence of what the practice is from India and what the traditions of this practice really is. It's not a commodity. It's not something that you out here trying to like look cute in a cute outfit that costs lots of money (laughs) and... Put yourself in a very complicated pose. That, just a show off for the likes. You know, if, it's is it just for the show for the classroom when you're in this class? But that goes against what uh, yoga is. Thank and, you. Somebody had to say it. You know, I think that's now coming back to fruition, like the importance of the practice of asana on the mat. Asana, even in the world, as you're walking, how, are, how present are you as you walk to the store? Um, right. I know many of my students, we not up in there looking like <laughs> we're a, a magazine ad. First off, I could not afford it. If I couldn't afford it, I don't know how my students could for afford it. And I don't want them to walk in feeling like they have to look a certain way to be able to practice. Because yeah. that is not what the practice is. So I think now there's a lot more conversation around social justice and yoga and how we can all create a community. Of people using yoga as a way to support ourselves, to take care of ourselves, but also like it talks about social justice. Ahimsa is not, is um, not, not violence. Non-stealing, it's, right? No, um, non-stealing. Now you got me twisted. Ahimsa I'm is being kind. It's like being kind. You're not, it's non-harming. It's non-harming. Right, <laughs> right, right. Non-stealing so, is. Oh, now you're going to get me on my Sanskrit. Eight limbs of yoga. Yeah. Eight <laughs> limbs of yoga, y'all. Eight
0: limbs of yoga. The first I'm limb. I'm still learning. I'm still yeah, learning. Yeah,
2: yeah. And there is a section of niyamas and Yamas and all of it That's has just a lot of philosophy and a lot of um meaning and teachings throughout that that's not just you can do in 200 hours you're not gonna do it in a year it's a it continuous a lifetime. it's a it's, journey it's a lifetime it's a journey and i think people only see that little aspect of the yoga poses but it's just it's more than, it's that. More than that and i think is are it coming it's back
0: to that is deep yeah. you know we use we use like chakras as a meme and shit and like you do you think you cool with the stone that match with the chakra, but that don't mean you doing the work that because it goes into the philosophy of yoga. Like they're really it's, it's really believed and understood that there're energy points that are moving within yeah. us. Right. Like it's not just like something you put on a fucking bracelet. You can do it.
2: Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and
0: do the work. Right. And associate the color. And like that totally valid. Right. But again, I think it just goes deeper than what we see.
2: And. You know, I think a lot of people are forgetting the importance of asana. When you're on the mat, it is almost of a reflection of the world. So mm. if you're going against yourself when you're trying to do a pose like warrior one and you're having such difficulty, there's so many meanings and and um, stories behind that one pose. I didn't even know during my training, I didn't know that there were stories attached to each of the yeah. yoga poses and the reasoning and the the stories, because out of those stories have lessons and you're learning. Um, you, uh, warrior one is about being grounded. So if you're feeling wobbly or like your head is getting into it it's like maybe something's off with in your life that you need to be stable Mm. that's things like that come up you know you are opening up energy fields if you want to go into that section you know Mm. but that that was I think that was really being lost in in the practice of being in the yoga studios and 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 doing all of that you know, that's not, why I, that's not how I got in. I didn't get in so I could make money off right. the people. I, was, I got in, actually, indirectly, <laughs> and now it's become a practice and a mission of mine to bring yoga to, to the community because I think we all need that. I think we all need a, a space that we can feel, that we can grow in, have questions, and practice embodiment, like really getting in touch with our own selves and our own bodies, not by what someone else is telling me how to feel. This is gonna be my time to feel it for myself and figure out those answers. Mm.
0: Sorry, <laughs> thank you for sharing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's a sneak
2: peek of the Jazzy Flow podcast. Jazzy. It's jazzy Flow, I don't
0: know. Jazzy gonna teach you how to flow, y'all. <laughs> it's time. It's time.
1: Not yeah, that's like really. I don't know. That's mad. Like when you think about, like I guess, like as a regular person, like you guys both trained in yoga. So, like, as a regular person, you just think of it as a class where you're stretching for an hour. But, like, the way she's breaking it down is, like, no. It's, like, every part of your life, like, has a meaning to it. And it connects back to yoga. Like, just, like, you walking down the street and being connected with that walk. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's yoga. Like, you know I never thought that yeah. that's yoga. Yeah. But, like, just, like, being conscious of, like, what you're doing. That's yoga yeah
2: this is yoga right this now is
1: yoga which like right I, I, I never like <laughs> thought is yoga like I just thought like oh I gotta be like stretching and hurting nah. and going to like these crazy like lengths to like f- make my body like more flexible but it's like you know it's like being more mindful and present in the moment is also part
2: of it which is kind of cool I never thought of it like that I mean th- like this right now three people hanging out having a conversation. We're both present, we're here, we're having a conversation. That, for me, and somebody could have some another opinion, but I feel like this is yoga because this is bringing me joy. This is, bringing, this is fun, you know? And that's what really life is about. Like, how can we enjoy the moment that we're in right now? And if I could be able to do a yoga pose to help my mind be stable and feel clear and calm so that I could go out in the world and s- do the work I need to do, then that's my practice, you know. But a lot of times you don't see that. You see the, the crazy poses and then this is what's going to do for your body. It's going to do A, B, and C. While that may happen, but my body is different than not, right. roses and it's going to be different than yours, different from the other person. And I can't really tell you when you do a pose, it's you're going to feel this way because you may not. I have people that I've learned that they don't know how, they can't do downward dog because they get dizzy. But all of the classes you hear is well downward dog is great. It stretches your whole body. Right, right, it's right. going to get you this way if you Yo, do I'm this. I'm so happy you said that. <laughs> I am so
0: happy you said that because this reminds me every time I see um like all the crazy headstands and like the fucking I don't think it's the bird of paradise it's like the one where you grab your foot behind and you go. Oh, um, dancer's like pose. Dancer's pose. That's, a, that's, that's, that's another favorite. Um, Yeah. It's, it photographs. Well, it photographs. <laughs> great. Beautiful photograph, but it doesn't give you the context of the work required, the mental and physical labor required to even put yourself in the space to work on your like physical imbalances. You got to be in the right mindset too, right? Like, Whatever that is for you. It could be different things. But like Jazzy said, this is yoga, right? It's bringing you joy. You're having fun. That's one part of it. I think sometimes you might do some poses and cry. Yeah. Because you might be releasing some shit. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's humbling. Yeah. It's humbling. It truly is humbling. And and for those who, who don't. You know, who can't do downward dog or who can't do this pose or that pose or like if you're in a wheelchair, you know, and you just want to take the moment to look within, close your eyes and breathe. Well, then that's yoga for you. That is your practice. You know what I'm saying?
2: You try to find the teacher that you feel connected with. That's who find a teacher. You know, for me, I Mm -hmm. worked at a community center here in the South Bronx and I had a I had several women, um, different age groups but there was one woman who cu- who came in in a in a walker and she's like yeah my my daughter said I should try this so I'm going to give it a try but I don't know let me just watch I said okay no problem right. I was able to create a space for her to feel comfortable that she doesn't have to do it um what you call it all day you know the whole class mm-hmm. so I set up a chair and a yoga mat for her and I gave variations for all body types for all all the people that were in my class so at one point i said if you feel like i would go over to her and i was like if you feel like laying down you could do this stretch and because i allowed not allowed that i gave her that space of like not feeling pressured to do what everyone na- on everyone else was doing i was able to give her an option and she took it and then she just laid there for a while and then She'll look over and see, okay, maybe I'll try that pose. And she did that. It was the first time she's ever really been on on the floor, on the mat. And she was able to actually relax her body. That she even said after the class, she's like, I've had massages, but this is way better than a massage. And it's not me just giving putting pressure on her body. I did not even touch her. It was just giving her the space to feel like, I'm going to try this pose. I'm just going to rest. I'll try this. I'll rest. That I gave her that that option and I think um not many classes may be able to do that you know depending on the type of space it is but I knew that oh I'm not gonna tell this person to not take my class because she's in a walker or she's limited in 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 movement that's just ableism right there and um, we're not trying to I am not trying to do that for any of the students because I wouldn't want that done for me Mm -hmm. and you know and I was I love the fact that she was able to like relax, chill, and be like, that. Was I'm coming back. You know, this is fun. I got you, you know. And she did. She came back several times because she knows that she can, she can just chill there for a little bit, do something in a chair. Maybe she'll make her way down to the floor, mm. do some stretches, and then she could just chill. She didn't feel like she had to do everything that everybody else was doing. And everyone else in that class that I taught, th- I gave them the authority of going, doing you. Here's the guide. Here's the pose. See where it takes you. Mm. That's a little too free-spirited for a lot of people. I know how I teach is very different. (laughs) It's not so structured, structured, but there is a type of structure. But um, I know it's it's a little bit out there. I'm kind of like that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it not being structured. Like, I think... Sometimes the flaw in some of these classes, the reason why they're intimidating is because it's like, pose, 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 next, next. It's like, okay, like, fine. At some point, it's like, do you even have the time to reflect on your life in these mm-hmm. movements? Because it's just so quick to so the next one. You're like, oh, shit, wait, I just got comfortable in this one. You didn't even let me, you didn't even let my body settle in this pose. Now okay. I'm on to the next one, the next one, next one, next one, nah. I love Vinyasa, that's what I was trained in. It's cool, it's dope, it looks fire. But I think it can't be your only go-to. Vinyasa is good for strengthening and like even for just flow, like finding your rhythm. I think that's dope. But I think some when it comes to like the more physical therapy side of asana and movement, you might want to take a hatha approach, a slower approach. You might want to just be in a pose for like four minutes, five minutes, like Yin Yoga. You just be in the same pose for like five minutes. Your leg might go numb. You don't even know what's going to happen. Like, it's different. So, I think there's just these different styles for different moments in your life where you feel like, oh, you know, I I think I need to take it slow today. I don't got to do the the headstand every day. You know, maybe today I'm only going to do restorative yoga. My legs up the wall and I'm laying on the floor. That's it. Restorative day, which is very important too. I know. I don't do enough restorative yoga. I know you should do <laughs> it every day or every other day, but it's hard. <laughs> nah, I would just say, like, the way, like, that um,
1: Jazzy's talking about her approach to yoga is, like, the f- the free type of way of it seems more practical than, like, the formatted way because... Like, if you have a formatted way, people come into the class and they're like, I can't do this pose.
0: Right.
1: They're going to be intimidated by yoga.
0: hmm
1: It's like, oh, I can't do a, I can't do a, some of these poses. I can't do whatever you saying, like warrior or like mm-hmm. the downward dog. And so, like, they'll just, like, never do yoga again because it's yeah. like, that's what yoga is. And I can't do that. But, like, sh- her approach is like, no, see, like, what you can do. And then that's your form of yoga. hmm which makes way more sense because some people can't do everything. It's not... 100%. And I, I don't think yoga is meant to intimidate people away from the practice. No, I, I, no. I think, it, it, like, I think like, what you guys are trying to say is like, that it's for everybody mm-hmm. to accept and like to try to do and practice in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about how the industry is of, around yoga right now? Because it seems like it's, mm-hmm. it's very much... Uh, like, a upfront media thing right now. It's like, you know, put your butt in the camera sometimes. Yeah. Like, that's what, it's like, people think about yoga right now. Yep. If I'm honest, like, yep. it's girls on Instagram, and like, trying to look that, a certain way, and it's like, yo, oh, she's doing yoga.
0: Remember when my students used to be like, yoga, isn't that for white people? Mm-hmm. They used to tell me that.
1: Yeah. Or even on them... Um, I
0: know you've heard it as a teacher, like...
1: Even on them, um, what's it called, Twitch, like... Yoga has a bad stigma for like the live people on Twitch because they just think it's girls looking a provocative way to gain money, which is what they're doing on Twitch. But like, they're giving the a bad name. It seems like to the practice. It
0: goes back to what we were saying: how like there's just a very limited view of yoga because it's easy to capitalize off of it. It's easy to capitalize off like skinny fit. Able-bodied people looking good, doing some poses. That shit's gonna sell money for whatever reason. Lululemon, these motherfucking—I don't care. You would have fucking thought you would have seen me coming by <laughs> that shit. Nah, you're not gonna see me coming. They—they they, <laughs> they don't even—they wouldn't even understand this right now. Like, yo, like that, that's such a scam. Like, how are you gonna charge me so much bread for some motherfucking pants? Mm-hmm. nah bro I'm good cause it's trying to say well this is the standard image of yoga wear and if you can't afford this and you're not about that life low key that's the undertone that's not what Lululemon is saying on their website mm-hmm. but the undertone is very classist it's very like oh I'm I own my yoga studio in Chelsea and like yeah and like that's like it's just like a lifestyle like this is what I do
2: yeah, I mean the thing about all of that is it's it's a look. It's a billion dollar industry and I think it's st- it's I don't know if it's increasing, but I know from the last time I think it was I don't know how many billion dollar industry. I don't know, I forgot the number, but yeah, it's growing. It was growing into that sense of like there's apparel, there's this, there's uh accessories and stuff like that. But I'm not going to lie, when I started in 2012, I didn't think I was going to do yoga. I thought it was old. Only rich white people do it, yep. and a lot of us think of that. Until I met a, um, a group of people that were Latino from the Bronx that created their own yoga studio in Pelham Bay Park, in Pelham Bay, and that's how I got introduced to it because I saw people like me doing it, right. and that's amazing because that was the only way I was going to be able to see it. Right. Because if I did do it on my own, I don't think I would have felt comfortable. And, um, I think the perception of yoga and what you see in the media is only directed to a certain group of people. It's not probably directed to any of us. Um, if it's the, if it's the curvy people, if it's, you know, anybody, actually anybody can practice yoga. If whatever religious background you have, anybody can, you could also inter interject, the philosophies of the Bible yep. or or whatever tradition you're a part of because no matter what the underlying essence of living a good life with humility and um, confidence and love and wisdom and joy, it's all there. Mm-hmm. It's just doing it in, in different aspects. So I don't I, – there is a change. There has been a change. And I think people are now being held accountable for w- what harm they did in the yoga studio, what harm that they said in those classes, because Rose and I have heard lots of, um, yes, that, that that Netflix doc. Yes. Crazy. And I think up until last year, he was still doing stuff. In in um yeah in Mexico yeah like in out like outside I don't think United he States. can't come back here he's but he was banned. doing stuff in Spain and doing all these other things in the country he's like
1: what like one of the main, the main yoga
0: things yeah he's like a big there. style Bikram is, style, is a big style, yeah, the, the, style. style yeah. the style yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, now I've it's changed
2: now it's changed and I think I don't know if to to what extent. It's changed, but Mm. like instead of saying Bikram, I think it's hot yoga. Right. Um, There was a studio here not too far from Broadway. It was a Bikram studio. Yep. But they changed the name because there was a lot of legal legal stuff with that. Um, I don't know too much about it other than that documentary. Um, You know, I think it's interesting. But, you know, that's another thing, like how people are taking this practice and then Making it a different thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think like that's like kind of, that's like really scary about like the the two sides of it because like one side we're talking about is like the the very surface level of yoga with the Instagram models, but then the other side was like the Bikram thing I talked about where that, that was not so surface. It was like more so people are believing in it so much that they fell prey to somebody using them. So it was like it's like two opposite sides that caught. That it's kind of like pulling yoga apart. It's like not pulling yoga apart, but like I'm just saying, like you see both the opposite sides. You, nobody's like really showing just what it is. It's kind of crazy.
2: Well, now people are actually in the space of refinding, like finding themselves back into their practice because of whatever issues or problems that have make arise from going to some of these studios. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Hey, hey, talk about it. You know, you 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 go to this practice because to to you wanted yoga to
0: studio, get traumatized, and then you gotta go do yoga to heal the shit that you right. went through at a yoga studio. Let's talk about it. That's Let's talk about crazy. it. Let's talk about it. How you how you got people out here doing a yoga teacher training and then getting molested or raped or some shit happening to them by somebody that they looked up to. What? That's wild. That, that is bugged out. So that's like know. me going to the most wow. extreme that's case, cool right? That, right. That's me going to the most extreme case. Now on another case, on other cases in life, other yoga studios still getting caught up with bullshit. Can can, can I say yoga to the people? I, we could edit it out if I can't say it.
2: I don't know the legal stuff about it. I don't know the legal stuff about <laughs> it, but
0: I've heard some things. And I've even, as a, just as a yogi gone to some of their classes and the same conversation arose in my head. Well, this feels rushed. This feels like the instructor does not even care whether I get hurt or not. Some locations, not all. Some of their locations, like the, like the St. Mark's one, they was packing motherfuckers in that room. You ain't never had no space.
2: Yeah.
0: That shit was a lawsuit waiting to happen. What if somebody gets hurt? What if me, a beginner, goes to that class and I get hurt? They're not gonna give a fuck. He-
2: that's what I was nervous about with some of these places that do the, they pack them in and it, it's a it's a free class it's a free class but it's also like an open level class which is fine. That's not that's not the issue. My my hesitation in some of these classes is not giving what we used to call variation, um, not variations, um, uh, adjustments and all of that. It was more like. I'm going to provide this variation. I'm going to provide this variation because people can't, you know, if it's the first time, it's it's going to be hard. I watched someone next to me when I went to a class, they were struggling. And I was trying to like give her a look of use the block, use the blo- block, block <laughs> because she couldn't really touch the floor or do whatever the, the pose was. And that was hurting me because in my teacher brain, I was like, I want to help her. I want to help her. I don't want her to fall. I don't want her to do anything. I mean, I went to one. Cl- My first yoga class was not at this yoga studio in the Bronx, but it was downtown. And they were doing headstands in 10 minutes into the class. And I was like, all right, see, that's what I'm saying. But that but the thing is, it's like for me, I did not know if that was that type of level class. I don't know if I walked into a, an open level. I, d- I thought it was general. So I thought it would be you know accessible and probably it was accessible, but they gave the option of hey go into a headstand and i'm like okay so what do i do you know um yeah so. i like
0: especially for headstands you're supposed to build up to that in a flow you would you want
2: to you want to
0: oh <laughs> yeah right I, I guess i can't say you're supposed to i mean you could yeah you could just drop into a headstand if you want to but ideally to warm up the body to really prepare you for that so you don't fucking injure yourself like yes i would like to warm up to doing that right like I mean, yeah, like all the ways that I've seen it taught in real life the instructors that I had they built up to it. they didn't just throw it in the first ten minutes, like nah,
2: I think it's a it's a style it's, it's, a, a, style. it's a it's a it's the way that these yoga studios would teach their students um you know i I really. I can't say, I'm, I'm speculated, you know, we, we observe and we see how things are done for us. And each of us has our own little story of how our trainings went and what we learned after and what we continue to learn as we're doing our practice, as instructors, as um, yoginis and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I there's moments where I'm trying to go back and forth of, do I even call myself an instructor? I'm not really doing... All of it, I'm still in the practice of, you know, I I like to say I'm a guide. I'm guiding you to the poses through today and I hope you enjoy it and you don't have to like me. I get it, you know, people have their specific people that they want to follow, but if I'm able to help you find a different way of doing this pose and you enjoyed it and you leave my class feeling relaxed and calm, then that's my job right there, That's, that's my intention. I don't want no one, I want everyone to feel included, no matter, like, I started learning about language and uh, pronouns way before, then everybody was, it's a thing, you know, because they started talking about that in certain um, newsletters and things I was following, and how to be inclusive. So I was practicing before it became a standard of, like, changing your language, so that, you know, if someone was non-binary coming to the class, I was like, I want that person to come to my class. I want someone. If you were trans, if you were anything, <laughs> I want that person to feel included. I didn't realize my way of speaking, like using "hey guys" and and being very specific, could have could harm a person as they come into the class. And that's why a lot of people feel ostracized and not going into a yoga class because they're not being heard or seen. And, I, and that, I felt that. I know what that feels like. I've felt like that in yoga classes. As someone from the Bronx, you know, you go downtown, you're someone that's different. So you feel different. You speak different. Your flow is different. And every, you just don't feel accepted. So if I felt like that, I can only imagine what other people feel. So I was practicing that from, like, before. And even with students, I would teach in in schools. I don't know what students are going through, but I want to make sure that they are included and seen. Um, But it's a practice. You know, we all trip up a lot of times, you know. We say the wrong pronouns. And all we can do is continue that practice and say, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I'll do better. Um, But that's what it is that's what yoga is yoga is about practice yoga is about speaking up for the people that um their voices are not being heard and strengthening the mind and the body on the yoga mat is a precursor to doing that in real life Um, a precursor to meditation really if y'all really want to know what yoga on the mat is it's really a warm up preparing you Yes, towards Let's talk about it. Meditation. Levels. <laughs>
0: this, there is so many levels. There are levels. The eight limbs of yoga. I believe meditation is number five or four. I know it's one of them. <laughs> asana, no, I think asana is number three and meditation is number four, maybe. Because I know yeah. you have Diana, Dharana, and then Samadhi. Yeah. Samadhi being eight, number eight, the last level of yoga.
2: And that's just.
0: And that's just, yeah. That's
2: a lifetime. I don't know. That's a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel
0: like I'm not in a rush to try to learn all of them. It's a lot to learn. What was that? Like, that's like the crazy yoga? No. No. Pass me, pass me the. Pass me the. Uh, like walking on water? Nah, nah. I
2: nah. wish. <laughs> <laughs> that's nah. really pretty. Actually, I'll do it with my phone. Um, phone. Samadhi's really all about being. It's like reaching nirvana. It's, that? yeah, it's a nirvana, t- so it's nirvana like type thing. It's
1: figuratively state. walking on water.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> it's like right. no outward, like worldly possessions, um, being content and not letting anything like wow get to you. And it's like and they're
1: like, they're like the monks.
2: Yeah, like in the, a way, Latin like monks. getting in that 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 space of like. Higher like no consciousness, it's you're there, you're present.
1: Everything is just what it is in that moment. Yeah, I'm not yep. in that space. That's that's a hard space to get to.
2: And people go to the. Yo. Mountains. I love
0: the way this is written right here. <laughs> what does this I'm a say? Read, I'm going to read it. 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 I'm going to read Okay. So basically, boom. The eight limbs of yoga. Ready? Here we go. Number one, the yamas we were talking about earlier are rules of moral code and include mm-hmm. ahimsa, non violence or non harming, mm-hmm. satya, truthfulness, asteya is non stealing. Asteya. <laughs> um, I don't like this one because I never know how to say it. Brahmacharya.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Right? Brahmacharya, sexual restraint, and aparigraha, non-possessiveness. So those five things, or wait, are there five? I believe so, yeah. So those five things are the first limb of yoga. So before you even start to move and show off that you popping in your motherfucking $200 sweats, before you wanna do all that, you better know how to talk to me nice. Talk about this shit right here. You don't know about that shit. That's why I gotta quote my friend real quick. I have a friend who went to do um, ayahuasca ceremony in Peru, and one of the um, one of the advice that the the um, what's it called? The shamans gave to everybody attending was like, yo, three months no alcohol, no sex, no meat, stay away from like unhealthy foods do a detox before you come do this medicine right that makes sense. so it's something similar like you wouldn't necessarily want to have mad pizza and then in two hours you're gonna start doing asana you're not gonna feel good it's gonna you won't feel like damn i got all this on me yeah so all right number which
2: one. some of us have already done that before. and we've done it <laughs> i i've had fries before hell had yeah pizza. so are
0: you telling me there's no pizza yoga <laughs>
2: There's definitely pizza yoga. there might be, there might be, there might
0: be. But don't do pizza yoga. <laughs> yeah, you might be constant. I don't know. What's no, you I gotta get know. the pizza after yoga. That's yeah, see now if you're gonna do it like that, that's how you can do it. That's how you could do, do it. You
2: gotta All have right. fun with it, I mean. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, and it, cause it's
0: life. It's like what you said. We're moving through life with this consciousness, with this awareness of yoga. Like when you walk you know, like when you be in a yoga class and they say, "Yo, you know, feel your fingers, feel your face, feel your nose, feel, be aware of everything." Right? Like it's crazy. I don't but, know.
2: You know, speaking truth.
0: That's. I mean, yeah, right. That's next. Things, yeah. Right. That's in the niyamas. Yeah. Oh no, that's the, that's the yamas. That's, yeah, that's satya, yama. truthfulness. Truthful. Right.
2: Like all those things are things that we know we should be doing, but do we really actually do, do it? We practice them. Do we practice? That's the key you word,
0: know. practice. And
2: what the idea of yoga in the classroom is, is that you're bringing that these philosophies into the the class, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, you want to read the second one? Oh, okay. What is the uh, second uh, one? Niyama, let's, let's the the niyamas yeah. are rules of personal behavior, including. Please pardon my <laughs> the way I pronounce them. Satwa. Purity, santosa, contentment, tapas, discipline, and s- oof. I've I've been, I had a hard time even saying these back in the day, uh, swatahaya, spiritual studies, and ishvatara, um, oh, this is a different way of saying it, ishvatara pranidhanayana, constant devotion to God, again, sorry for my pronunciation of the words, I'm still practicing. <laughs> And, yeah, yeah, that's that's the second one. That's the second one. (laughs) Mad
0: work, mad homework. Then the third one, asana, refers to yoga postures, uh, mastering the body to sit still for meditation. The practice of yoga asanas came about eight centuries later, which helped disciples ready their bodies for meditation. So then number four through number eight is, like, the process of getting deeper and deeper into meditation. So number four is pranayama, the yoga breathing techniques, um, right. Like the, the cooling breath and then like all the other, there's like so many different kinds, Themously. right? Exactly. Basically, um, yoga breathing techniques designed to control prana or vital life force. Number five is Prada, Prada which means withdrawal of the senses. So that's like when you're meditating and even if somebody fucking breaks a glass it, on the floor, you're not gonna, you're present in, you don't give a fuck about that. That's doesn't, it don't matter. You're in your mode. Dharana refers to the concentration. Dhyana is the practice of meditation, and Samadhi is merging with the divine. That's light, right there. That's light. So when people be like, "Cause this," I want to get into this too. When people be like, "Oh, yoga's demonic," spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. Let's take, let's really take a look at what we're talking about here, because you can't tell me that what I just read to you is demonic. But then you out here doing demonic shit.
2: (laughs) I think I think people fear the unknown, and they see um, it's this practice is from India. This you got to understand that, and people need to understand that this is a culture, a tradition that it's just like it's a part of their lives, and there's stories and there's philosophies attached to these. To this culture, and I think they see that, and it's not—it's—it's it's opposite of what they are used to. Yep. So when you're afraid of something, yeah, we're gonna call it demonic. Oh, those pictures of the different gods and goddesses, and in, in it the means Pantheon, you're worshiping them, you're and wor- blah blah. They—they they look different from them, and they're scared of it. No, it—it's. That's the tradition. That's their. Cu- that's the culture, and that's the history of yoga. And I think that's one thing that people need to understand is that um, we lost. We lost that aspect of teaching yoga is where it comes from. Connecting to the divine. It's the culture. The the yeah. C- the that's the history. Right. Like that part kind of got negated because oh it is demonic. Oh these gods. Oh this all these different negative things that were attached to it because they feared. The the differences of it. Right. um, But really, no, that is a part of it. When you're going to do yoga, you should understand the history. You should understand where it comes from. And all the teachers, there are thousands and thousands (laughs) and centuries of teachers that taught this stuff so that people have it. And and it's a part of their lives. And how it got transferred to the West is a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. We don't got time for that. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. But you have to acknowledge that. The gentrification, the original
0: gentrification of yoga. You
2: have to acknowledge where it comes from. And I think that's holding the practice accountable and holding the people that are teaching like us accountable for talking about that. And if people don't want to hear that, they will find teachers that will only do the movements. And that's fine. Because they're still getting the practice, they're still getting the teachings, but they may not have it the way that we skip it three steps. But yeah. But they'll get it indirectly. You know, if you're gonna do it with beer and that makes you feel relaxed and you're gonna find a way to yourself then maybe that's helpful right and they may even find a way to be like you know what i rather want i want to see what yoga without beer looks like oh wow this is interesting and they might have found their practice right there
0: Mm. so
2: it's it's a it's a sometimes it's good sometimes it's just a indirect way of getting to their to that practice for themselves so
0: i love it (laughs) i love it i love everything you just said right now i have (laughs)
1: I have nothing to say. All I gotta say is, like, from the, whatever you just read, it sounds like nobody's doing yoga online. <laughs> well, we don't know.
0: So that's why, well, no, but yeah, I know what, what, what you're I know, know, but I'm
1: about. saying, like, it just sounds like,
0: like, it's There's it's so, so many layers
1: to it. It's just like, it ain't just stretching. Like, mm-hmm. that shit is yeah. deeper than stretching.
2: Like, <laughs> do they talk about philosophy or anything on those? those? No,
0: because uh, like, so this is actually it goes into the conversation where a lot of people online, a lot of instructors online are upset because they feel like certain people are sexualizing yoga. Now, while I hear them, I hear y'all salty motherfuckers. I hear y'all. I know y'all mad about this shit. What I, I do, ha- I have two comments. One is that there's tantric yoga, which is highly erotic and sensual and I don't hear y'all motherfuckers complaining about that. That's and, number one. And it's
2: just like yoga. You're trying to get that state of bliss. Yeah. With a partner. With
0: a partner, right? I and healing gets, with your partner, right? Yes. Okay, et cetera. So I don't hear y'all complaining about that so I'm gonna need you to stop. That's number one. Shut up.
1: I mean, didn't the same people that made yoga make
2: that book? The tantric?
1: But yeah.
2: It's a whole philosophy. There is a a no, yeah, it's a tantric philosophy. philosophy. That's what I'm saying. Part of it, but the the small. I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't know how much of that part of the tantric sexual part Mm. of it is the philosophy. I think that might be a small smidgen of part of a part of the philosophy itself. Right. But the whole idea of it. Like that's just a part of life. Right, it's it's a part. It's like how can we get connected with our partners in a higher state of consciousness, mm-hmm. and we're gonna practice together. We're gonna look at each other. We're gonna we're gonna feel each other, so we could hit that hit that spot. But you know, <laughs> to the to the ul- ultimate like consciousness of being together, you right? Know? And I think that part got lost of only well, it's sexual positions, right? And it's I don't we're think we're forgetting just that. the. Uh, it's know? like. I guess it's because yoga is so transcendental. It's so
0: like beyond. It's so abstract. Um, yeah, and like so that's and that's the other part. Of what I'm trying to say. So it's like one like I don't hear that being a problem. And then at the at the other end of it, it's not very eight limbs of yoga like to sit and worry that somebody is out here destroying what the image that you have of what yoga should be. Right. So at the same time, while well, I could see a hot tub stream or like I could see somebody on the Dike beach doing yoga on Twitch. Right. And shorty got the fucking tiny ass <laughs> bikini only covering the nipple with the tanga and all that, you know, showing your ass and shit. You're not actually doing any poses for real. You just in um, you just in Cobra for 30 minutes reading chat. I mean, I guess like jazzy says in theory they are getting it subconsciously because they are holding cobra yeah. right but the intention is different the philosophy is different and that it is what it is if you if you see a way to monetize something and you do it well i guess in a capitalistic society i can criticize you but i think to fixate on it doesn't change anything so, like, everybody complaining, like, oh, they sexualizing yoga. Out here. Bro, don't worry about what niggas is doing. Do you. Focus on your practice then. Be the counterculture then. Do your own shit. Don't
2: worry about that. I think it's the intention, too. Uh, what kind of intention? What What's the intention of what you're doing? And I think a lot of people have a lot to say, you know? A lot to say about how the the yoga practices and what it looks like in the media but I think it's slowly turning around to finding people that are actually doing the work, mm. and if people want to look at that person, I think fine, go for it. Then, then that they get opened up to this practice. Um, but there are people out there that actually is talking philosophy and bringing the actual true, um, the true work to yoga into the classroom, into the studios, into online. Um, I think. Sometimes I think those voices of who looks that there might be half naked and all that. Their voices are louder and they're getting more play because visually it looks pleasing and it's great. Um, Mm -hmm. Then yeah, that's how it is. But hey, there are people that are actually doing the work. They're they're mentors, teachers, doing stuff here right now. And if the people want that, they will find it. They'll find it and they'll get it. And you could have an opinion. Have an opinion. Let's have that conversation about the. The, what it looks like to be a yoga person. Because right now, from where I'm sitting, we all have different bodies. We don't wear the same stuff. I wear big pants. If anybody knows me from the Bronx, <laughs> it's the monyo and big the pants. hammer, harem pants with lots of colors because I chose not to just only wear tight clothes. Um, that's, that's a whole other issue with my body and my, and and how I feel about it. But I also felt comfortable enough that, you know, I don't want to be that, just that yoga teacher, just wear tight, tight clothes. I wanted to feel comfortable and move in my own body in this practice. And, um, I think there's not a lot of people that we know that, just like that you know and I, and I don't got nothing against the whole bras and tight pants go for it I wear that too but for me as an individual and as a, as a yoga instructor I'm not here to, to show off my body you know I'm, I'm here to feel comfortable and I want the students that come into my class feel comfortable so if me changing a shirt that's a little bit more flowy with big pants maybe that might feel that might feel a student feel comfortable, more comfortable to come into my class because they don't have to feel like I have to dress a certain way. But that's me. That is me and that's my perf- personal preference. But I give it up to all my, my people out there that be out in the little thongy and the little the bra. I envy y'all because I wish I could be out here doing all that. But that's just not me. And I think there's people out there that needs that and want that and you're that teacher for them. Yeah. And I think that's very important.
0: Nah, no doubt. No doubt. And I mean, yeah, there's levels to it all. Everybody's got their own style and their own flow. And
2: we got to celebrate each other. We got to lift each other up. I think the I think I think the the let's bring everybody down and I'm better than you flow. That's done. I think that's not it's not helpful. It's not helpful. We're already divided in itself. I mean, if we want to just talk about the Latino community, (laughs) we are already divided. Forget it. Um, triple quadruple we need, ways like right so we need to find communities that we could all feel supported and all feel seen and heard and um if that's in a yoga space be that virtual or on in a park that's what needs to happen i think a lot of us need to still come together and and amp each other up and support each other it's you know you do you i do me but hey we're still bringing people together, Let's and, turn and we're we're doing yoga. We're yeah. we're practicing. We're we're bringing philosophy out there. So. Yeah,
0: it it gives me this whole conversation. Just gives me the vibe. I know this summer I want to do. I do want to go to the beach, do some yoga. I do want to go more grass, more grass yoga, more yoga on the grass, more more you know more practicing on the grass. Definitely. Some Would love more. to
2: photograph you.
0: I'm down. I love it. Bronx I yoga
2: bodies, highlighting yeah. the bodies of the Bronx who practice yoga. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: dope. It's super dope. Everybody has their own, you know, style of movement, and I think that's beautiful. We don't all have to have the same style because, like you said, we don't have the same bodies, and that's so. And that's the beauty of it. Like, because I guess like when you find your own practice, that you're you're getting closer to really. Finding and like accepting yourself as a whole, like your thoughts, your your movements, all of that. I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, you know. And so, when thinking of all the beauty that yoga philosophy brings, that's why I can't, I can't get distracted in this whole like the sexualization of yoga paranoia. I can't entertain that because I re I really know. And I've studied and I believe what this philosophy is trying to say because I know it works. Like, for example, after the birth, my like my lower back was just like a non-existent. It was crazy. And then, you know, I spent a lot of time healing, so I didn't really have time to do my poses and work out and stay on top of my my, you know, my body maintenance and shit like that. So now recently I started to get sciatica pain. Bro, that shit is carbazy. Like I never really felt that before. And so it was kind of like, I, right, you ready now. You good. If, if your, your body, body is strong. <laughs> yeah. If your body is strong enough to have this pain and like get through it, that means you're finally ready to dive into a practice be it five minutes a day, be it 10 minutes a day, start moving around again. And I've been like doing my poses very slow, sometimes five minutes a day, sometimes 10 minutes a day, taking my time. And I've felt so much of a difference in the four or five days that I've been finally moving. So
2: I mean, Hey, that's all you need is five minutes repair. All you need is five minutes. If you give yourself five minutes of stretching side to side, twist head roll, that's your stretch. It does not have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be thirty minutes. It could be ten Thank or you. five minutes. Thank you. Just what your body needs, just to kind of get through the day. So.
0: Yep. Setting us <laughs> up for success. Oh, this is good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jazzy flow podcast. <laughs> I feel pr- again. I feel pressure. <laughs> I feel the pressure, which I would love. Maybe you y'all can help produce it. Ah. Ah. No, yeah, because you've got too
0: much wisdom and perspective oh, yeah, to share. True. I am, like, learning so much, and this is wild. You just
2: pick
0: a day. Yeah, right. That's, like, so true. I feel pressured. Yeah, <laughs> I think, um, and, and, yeah, and, this is, and something I want to make clear that I feel like we haven't made clear is, like, why? I, I don't think we ever got into the why we wanted to podcast, but really it was also to share information. Right. To share, we've said it in a way, but this is why, right? To have these conversations with the people we love. To share the information. We go back and forth, different perspectives. I learned something new, right? Like, I think.
1: And to, like, not be scared of being, like, um, ignorant to things. Like, I don't know yoga, but, like, I'm not scared to come in here and have a real conversation about it. And I think there needs to be more men talking about it, too, and asking
2: questions. So,
1: so like, that whole conversation, like, so you just be more enlightened. That's the cool part about having the podcast just enlighten yourself <laughs> and share your opinions. Honestly.
0: Yeah. That is interesting though, Jazzy. It's not a lot of guys.
2: No, I know some teachers, know some but there's, teachers not a, there's not a, there's not a lot of them. Yeah. So th- it's nice to, ha- to hear your point of view because that's valid. Hmm. Your thoughts and you're like, oh, I ain't doing that. So I think it's important that those, that opinion and, those questions are being asked because we could say a whole lot but to hear from another point of view of someone who hasn't really done yoga i think you did yoga with me a couple of times and stuff and i'm like oh my god i hope he enjoyed it i hope he didn't <laughs> you know because it is for men it's a little different you know depending on yeah. where they're going and if they're it's a very woman's probably cisgendered um well, type it's like, of class
1: it's not it's not, it's not marketed to us you know like no it's you see the it's just all all, girls all women online, yeah tight pants and it's just like okay well that's yoga yeah no You not. in your mind you're like oh okay it's women doing stretches yeah
0: yeah right see, yeah so that's that's like your
1: mind anybody's mind default as a man is gonna be like okay that's what it is it's just women doing stretches
2: I loved when I had men in my class because they're usually the bodybuilders or the, the guys that go yeah. to the gym and like, this is not for me, this, 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 is, this is light. So I would always, I would mess with them. I would specifically say certain things and they wouldn't be able to do it. But I f- helped them find a way to be like using their strength in a way that it kind of builds up into the stretch. Right. And they didn't really realize, oh, wow. I didn't, un- I didn't know, I felt that, I felt that. You know, right. like...
1: There's a, that's like a big trend right now, like in the um, NFL. Yeah. Like a lot more of them are doing lot, yoga, yeah. and like every time, like there was like a documentary about them. You doing yoga.
2: That's part of the condition. Like
1: last year, and it was like, one one of like the linebackers. He's like big, two hundred ninety-five pounds. Could like lift anything in the world, and he was just like, "Yo, I did yoga, and I couldn't move the next day." He's like I, I. I was like he was like I. I went into it like thinking it was like one thing, mm-hmm. and then I left and I was like I can't move. Like, yeah. And all I did was thirty minutes of yoga.
2: But also, <laughs> I don't and I don't know and you could tell me, but like I know that the conditioning part of a lot of these um and uh, NBA and all these sports teams are using yoga techniques. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, they're doing these really hard um games. You know, people are in their heads and ego or whatever so it'd be interesting to know are they using also the philosophy to also get them in tuned with the game itself so that right. they don't go off and and not be present in like i gotta take that play i gotta remember gotta block out everybody else you know because i think that's also a part of what yoga can be be helpful to um I'm curious because I don't know if I really heard.
0: Yeah. I don't know if they really go into the philosophy that. Because they know. would
2: be so helpful yeah. in their in their it would game. Be,
0: it would be. I would hope that they get it, you know, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. I would hope that they get it to some degree. I'm not sure. Because I know everyone's doing this. That, so. That's something that we could look it up. So yeah. untapped market. That is an untapped market, honestly. Yoga. Get
2: your head in the game. <laughs> it's true. You know, that that makes total sense. It's true. Curious. <laughs> I <start doing> yoga.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you. I'll be telling you.
2: And you do know someone that can actually show you. This is true. I'm talking about Rose. Rose is a I teacher, be asking y'all. I to do
1: yoga, but she's like, uh, I gotta come up with
2: something. Don't come up with anything. We flowed
0: one time, though. I, f- I guided you through a flow <laughs> actually, here. Yeah. So it's not like we can't do it.
2: Yeah. I'm glad to hear that Rose is back in the game of practicing and it dabbling in the teaching a little bit. I'm first <laughs> client. <laughs> That's where you got to start. <laughs> start with the people close to you. Yeah,
0: no, it's <laughs> lovely. It's lovely. I think I had been out of the practice for so long that I forgot its benefits. So now to be back in this headspace is dope. Because it's, it's different. It's different. I feel like I know... I know my body a little more. I know my limitations. I know that I can go beyond some of those, right? Like, so it's, it's nice. It's nice. Finding Um,
2: your way home.
0: Yeah. Uh, cause I, I fell in love with it back when I was like, I don't know, maybe like 18 and I had gone to a hot yoga class with a friend in the winter and I was like, yo, this is fire. (laughs) We would always go. And, um, I really enjoyed it. And then, you know, got my mat. You know, when you kind yeah. of get your own mat and you like start doing your own thing, you might take a break from the classes for a little bit. You know, and then finding my way to work at a yoga studio and all of the interesting uh, scenarios that occur when one does so for a long time. So that was interesting. And then going through my training. Um, and, yeah, and like going through the trauma of all that bullshit and then coming out of it feeling like jaded in a way, right? Like oh, yoga probably is not for me. And then like getting getting through that limitation and being like no, it is. I'm going to make it I'm going to, you know, not make it for me, but I'm going to tailor it to my body. I cuz I love the philosophy of it. That's never going to change. So I just need to take a different approach to asana, to moving, to breathing, to walking, right? Like Different approach, not rushing. Like I need to really had to learn that this year. I feel like, or last year. I don't even know. I feel like recently <laughs> I learned that shit, and that that was something I was really working on. Like, why am I rushing? What well, is the rush?
2: What well, what what was the point of doing the training?
0: Right. What? Why didn't I wait to do it? Cause I went into it saying this is for me. I went into it saying I really want to dive deeper in, and learn about this maybe I want to, like, teach, maybe I don't. Maybe I want to do one-on-ones, maybe I don't. I don't know what I want to do. But I know that there's something here for me to learn, you know, and I had to really – I feel like it opened me up, and I'm glad I did it when I did it. But I'm very curious to see, like, if I were to – let's say I never did it back then, and I were to do it maybe next year in the summer, how different it would be. I think – What I do know is that I always kept my eye on this 300 hour that's in Miami and or somewhere in Florida. I don't want to say it's in Miami, but somewhere in Florida and like it's it's free tuition. I think it's yeah, it's like a free tuition. And then if you want to stay there on the actual farm, then you have to pay. But other than that, like if you get accepted, it's free. And I was like, "That's, that's yoga, that's yoga right there. They get it. I was like, yo, salutes to them. Like, I, I I can't even get into it yeah. thinking about, you know what I'm thinking about? Motherfuckers be out here taking money from people.
2: That's that's a whole other thing. And that's a whole
0: <laughs> other thing. Like, that's, I don't, we. oh, nah, we gonna have to get into but that's it.
2: What, but that's what the practice is, is stopping. You have to stop away, not do it anymore, and then find your way back to it for you. Yeah, not for the in, not for what it was before. You know, when I started, I was really in a bad place emotionally. Um, I had a bad breakup, and I needed something for me, and that's how I started. Now it's kind of like a twenty years, no, ten years later, some uh, like some number like that. Now I'm finding it back for me because mm. it it got lost. I got lost. I mm. got lost in the hype, or and got lost in what I thought it, I was supposed to be. You know, Instagram known i right. not really like that right? Um, and how to get my stuff out there. But, you know, now I'm in the space of like finding it for myself. And how do I want to share it for other people now moving forward? Mm. What's the intention? I don't want to. I got to be. I want to be more held accountable on how I move forward. Mm. Am I appropriating? What did I learn that wasn't really correct? Mm. I don't want to do that because it's not right. It, it's not right for the the practice, it's not right for the culture, and you know I'm everyday learning um how can i how can I be a better instructor for myself but for other people that come into my my class and I'm not putting that much more harm into the space so Th- there's reinsurgence there's <laughs> there's a continual growth and you're you're in your continual growth, and you had to step out because some stuff happened and you needed to find yourself back to it, mm-hmm. and I'm in that space too so we, I think, all of us go through that at yeah. some point, and especially if you're in the fitness industry or yoga or anything that has to do with the body. And as an instructor, trying to find that back, that that way back home for yourself. So,
0: yeah, I, I say even when you're off the mat, you're still moving through the world with mm-hmm. these teachings, and like in the back of your mind, like you're still moving through the world with the breathing techniques and like in a way the de-escalation techniques. Like if something gets you really upset. Do you have the tools in that moment to like harness that energy and be like, wait, let me let me clear my mind real quick. Let me, you know, let that pass as a thought. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that was dope. I think that's the one thing I remember from the training is I really like dug deep and I was like, yo. If if I don't address this rage or this anger, what because it's there subconsciously and it'll come out or it won't come out but I really had to control that and I think I'm a better person for it. And I don't want to say it's cuz of the training. I think I just because I was doing so much I was just like practicing so much I felt it physically like it was something that I felt I needed to let go and address and it was it was dope. It was a dope teaching. And now we're back at it again. Yep. So Moving through cycles,
1: <laughs>
0: the winds have changed, my friends. <laughs> this has been this has been real. It's been an honor. Jazzy, jazzy flow in the house.
2: I've had a, a really great time hanging out with y'all and just chatting it up about yoga. <laughs> Good
0: yeah, for real. This was very enlightening. And that I is hope. the whole point. I hope. <laughs> That's the whole point of yoga, like to be one with the divine enlightenment. I mean, hey, like even just talking about it. See, that's how that's how, you know, the philosophy is real, because even just talking about it elevates you because you're thinking about, wow, wow, wow. It's just wow. All I have to say is wow. The winds of change are upon us, my friends. (laughs) Follow your heart. Open your heart. Any last words? Okay. (laughs) Namaste.
2: Namaste.